Namaste, everyone, and welcome back to Pure Energy Podcast. This is episode six. Now, episode six took a little longer to produce than I had anticipated because of the amount of research that I did in trying to bring it down into a 20-minute segment, um, but also staying true to the message of Pure Energy, which is to provide you with information to help you see things from a different perspective, and that would reach so many, so many people. Um, Episode 6 is about seeking a happy life, understanding, and overcoming stress and anxiety. Now, I will be posting the techniques spoken about in this episode on my Instagram feed, Twin Hearts Healer. Uh, For those joining for the first time, there's a Linktree link in the profile that will bring you to all of the different platforms that Pure Energy is currently being played on, and also the website that will give you additional information about what I do as an energy healer. So when it comes to the techniques, please leave comments on the post should you find them beneficial after performing them. Now, to get into seeking a happy life, we have noticed we live in a highly emotional world. I've mentioned this in previous episodes as well. And stress and anxiety is found everywhere, spoken about constantly, and is felt by millions upon millions of people. And it can be painful. And you all know what I mean by that. Our bodies hurt, our back hurts, our head hurts, migraines. Um, Stress and anxiety also causes pain when it comes to chest pain and breathing heavy. I don't have to go down the whole list for those of you that are familiar with it. But that's where this next statement comes in that I researched. And this statement is over 2,000 years old. Pain happens, but suffering is a choice. Now, this was taught by Buddha, and throughout the millennia, um, it has been taught and adapted um, by so many spiritual teachers, one being the culminator and creator of pranic healing, Master Cho Kok Sui. His, one of his students, Master Stephen Koh, Tony Robbins, who needs no introduction, and so many other spiritual leaders have identified and accepted pain happens but suffering is a choice. Now, pain is evident. It's going to happen in life at some point in time. We all experience it, but how we react to it, how we decide to accept it, understand it, and move on from it is a choice. And that's where that suffering comes in. We have a choice to not suffer. Well, where is suffering actually derived from? Well, unrealistic expectations that nothing will change. Or suffering comes from inaccurate perception or dealing with an event or reacting to an event in a negative way, in a way that is not natural of us as spiritual beings. Um, So what does that mean even further? Well, we have control over the event occurring in our life by the way we react to it. So... This is something that was mentioned in previous episode as well. How we react to certain events in our life or people define who we are as individuals. But the question I have for you is, would you rather be the puppet where stress and anxiety play the puppet master or the master of your own mind and body? Now, 
I'm not talking about a sweet marionette like Pinocchio with the strings dancing across the stage. No, no. I'm talking about full-blown elbow-deep hand puppet like Queen Sarah and King Friday the 13th in the land of make-believe. I'll let you ponder that one for a moment. Answer, no one wants to be the puppet. Now, if you recall in my previous podcast, I discussed the way you decide to react to situations in your life will determine your outcome and define not only you, but the world around you. Being self-aware is an important step in overcoming what we call stress and anxiety. Now, I'm not a master at this because I too am challenged with it, but I use the tools available to me that I share with you at the end to better manage my mind and emotions and let go of situations, events, or words said or created by other people to rise above it. To understand where the emotions are coming from will lead you down a path of knowing how to overcome these challenges. And like I say, challenges lead to opportunities. Now, I can't talk about this topic without talking about inner peace. Allowing little things that come up in our lives to bother us will slowly but surely destroy your inner peace. Your inner peace is what leads to a happy life. Now, I'm not trying to downplay any scenarios or events in your life by calling them little. What I mean by little things is in comparison to the grand scheme of life. There are certain events and scenarios that we have encountered that are a blip, a small moment in time compared to the grandeur of life. It's like comparing a green pea, that tiny little vegetable, next to the planet Jupiter. So small and insignificant compared to the colossal size of the planet. And if you allow that green pea to disrupt your inner peace, that's what leads to stress and anxiety, also known as dis-ease, within your mind, body, and spirit. Now, in my search to find more information about these emotions called stress and anxiety, I went back over 2,000 years to the philosophers Epicurus and Seneca. Now, there was a book that was written by the philosopher Seneca, titled Peace of Mind, which spoke about how to achieve freedom from anxiety. I kid you not. He writes that one way to escape from the clutch of anxiety is to devote one's attention to the present. Instead of worrying about the future or the past, because the only existing reality is the present moment. Today, this focus on the present moment is one of the key objectives and techniques such as mindfulness meditation. And this allows for inner peace and the objective for a happy life, which is a mind free of worry. Now let's go back to the example of the pea on the planet Jupiter for a second. Imagine the pea being the event you're faced with and Jupiter being your life. The only thing that's going to change the size of that pea is you or your perception of that pea. But in reality, that little green pea next to Jupiter, when you look at it from that perspective, the event cannot alter the state of the planet Jupiter. It will not alter the rotational axis or change the gravitational pull because it is so minute and so small that Jupiter floats there in all its glory, unfazed by the pea. Let's take it one step further. Jupiter 
is your strengthened mind free of worry. And the P is any event you choose to recall. It has no effect but the effect that you give it. Now, what leads to stress and anxiety? So many things, but the first is our mind, right? And when we look at a certain scenario, like for example, caring about what anyone thinks of you or living your life based off of what people think of you, that's one way to create stress and anxiety because honestly, you would never be able to live up to someone's expectations. That's why it's so rare and so important to not live your life by expectations. Goals, yes. Expectations are different. We live in a world where humans have created the status quo and a laundry list of expectations as to how we should be living our life and what we should be doing, what we shouldn't be doing, how to talk, how to act, how to walk, how to dress. If you don't have a specific status, if you don't have something that someone else has, if you're not concerned with gossip or you stand out from the crowd, breathe. This creates external and internal stress. Anxiety is created by the demands or the perceived demands of our environment. And just a reminder for everyone, including my fellow millennials, not everything has to happen now. And if it doesn't happen now, then the world will not fall apart. The sky will not fall. And I'm not knocking millennials. I am one, an aging millennial, but that's a different story. My point to all of this is that the labels that we give ourselves or that other people give us, the expectations created and the ridiculously short timelines we give or that other people give us also contributes to that anxiety if you care to follow the crowd, if you care to be drawn in and sucked in and pulled down by the weight of others or the perceptions that we create for ourselves that are not even true. Other things that create our anxieties are the expectations set by our families, our friends, and even ourselves. Our families mean well, but they are fueled by generational worries and expectations that have been passed down from their parents to them and now to you. Does that make sense? I'm hoping this does. Now catch this real quick. Ready? Our bodies react based off of what our mind feeds it. When we are struck with moments of stress or anxiety, our bodies react. You know what I mean. I mentioned it earlier. The body aches, the increased pulse, the heart rate increases, your breathing tends to be disrupted. Let me give you an example that a majority of us can relate to when it comes to stress and anxiety. Monday. Half of you either got the chill running down your spine or went, ugh, and rolled your eyes. Why do we dread Monday? And it causes so much stress and anxiety. We break out into sweats. Our stomach starts to get queasy. We have a restless night's sleep. The list goes on. It's conditioning. That's why. Did you know that there are more deaths caused by heart attacks on Monday than any other day of the week? Why? We anticipate the workload waiting for us. We dread going to work because we do not love what we do. We feel stuck because we're in a vocation that we may not have chosen for ourselves. We're bored with mundane tasks. And we build scenarios in our head of what may or may not happen come Monday because of everything that we've created for ourselves. Monday is a concept created by man 
that evolved to what it means today. Originally, it started as just a naming convention. All the days of the all um, bleh, all the days of the week are named after planets. Moon Day doesn't sound so menacing than Monday. It is the power that we give words that end up controlling our life. Our brains become assimilated to others' ideologies because it is repetitively taught to us. Something so simple is turned into something so chaotic, and that chaos becomes the norm, and we become the puppets. We let this stressful idea, or the anxiety that is built around it, to control us. We need to take steps to appreciate every day for what it is. More time on this planet to breathe, laugh, love, dance, smile, and be grateful for another moon day where we can learn to harness the energy that surrounds us to be healthier versions of ourselves. Now, how do we gain inner peace? Well, breathing techniques, meditation, affirmations, yoga, exercise, that will assist you with reprogramming your mind and allow you to approach situations objectively, which in turn allows you to make better decisions, control your emotions, and choose appropriate reactions in life. One of the best ways is a visual visualization technique. Guys, I can't talk today. A visualization technique, which is going back to the P and the planet Jupiter. Try the next time you're faced with something that is increasingly stressful or has increased your anxiety levels, put it in the form of a P next to your mind, which is Jupiter, or your life, which is Jupiter. It means nothing compared to what your life can be and what your life is. You have to use those visualization techniques to ensure that you're seeing things from an objective perspective and not an emotional perspective. That also helps with your anxiety and stress. Now, I will teach you a breathing technique um, and steps to tackle your thoughts that create stress or anxiety and an affirmation or prayer created by Master Chokoksui that will help you in gaining control of your life, mind, body, and soul. So the first is the breathing technique. Now, take a deep breath in, but as you do so, you want to inhale and place your hand on your belly. And your breath wants to inhale into your belly, expanding your belly like a baby, if you ever watched a baby sleeping. So let's do that together. Your belly should expand and exhale. Now I'm rubbing my belly, so that's just a natural um, act for me that when I inhale, it's subconsciously my hand automatically starts to rub in a circular motion. And you can do the same thing, and that's probably the noise that you're hearing in the background. Um, but taking a deep breath in through your belly is the normal and natural way to breathe. Because when we breathe in through our chest and the air stays in our chest, Short breaths, it, that creates additional stress and anxiety or adds to the emotion and the feeling that you have. And that can also lead to hyperventilation. So let's do that again. Let's breathe one more time. Breathe in through your nose. And as you breathe in, 
you're imagining positive energy and positive air breathing in, in and expanding your belly. Let's do that together. Your belly should have gone out. And exhale. This is a normal way of breathing. And if you're not used to breathing this way, it will take some practice. And a lot of people um, will take a breathing technique and sit upright. Um, maybe with their back against a chair or on a couch. Um, again, these types of techniques should never be done while you're driving because it creates stillness and it does create your body to relax and we never want you falling asleep behind the wheel of a car or closing your eyes behind the wheel. So when you're doing these breathing techniques, you should be in the comfort of your own home, maybe on a park bench at the beach, or if you have to, if the only place you have is your car for a moment of solitude or peace, then do so, but just make sure it's parked. Um, So... This breathing also helps when you're laying down and what you can do to train yourself and as one of the uh, masters of pranic healing has taught us in his book and I am going to give you the name of it, your hands can heal you. Um, Pranic healing energy remedies to boost vitality and speed recovery from common health problems. Um, I took a little bit of an excerpt from here which is a breathing technique where you lay down and you place a book on your belly and as you're breathing in with that book on your belly your goal is to see that book rise and if it's not heavy enough get a heavy enough book where uh, you feel it on your belly and as you're breathing in your stomach is creating the ebb and flow the rise and decline of that book So again, breathing in through your nose, filling your belly like the way a baby does, very natural way, is one way to calm your mind and ensure that in the moment that you need to make an important decision or address a situation that is increasingly um, heavy and it's increasing your stress and anxiety, breathe. Now, another technique that I will also walk you through is an ancient but little-known Jewish tradition of kosher yoga. It's called the 7171 method, and it's also known as the master breathing technique. So what does that mean? You can do the same thing where you lie down and put the book on your belly, or you can sit up on the couch or chair. And when you inhale, you're imagining inhaling positive energy, clean energy for seven seconds. So I'm going to count with you. Let's try that, okay? Breathe in for seven seconds. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, or as far as, far as you can go and hold for one second. Exhale, seven seconds. One, two, three, four four, five, six, seven. Hold for one second. Breathe normally. Seven, one, seven, one is an opportunity for you to create balance in your body and create um, continuous peace of mind. With practice, of course, you will eventually arrive there. So 7171 
allows your body to utilize that air, that energy that you are allowing to flow through your body and increasing your overall energetic health. Also, 7171 allows for an exercise of stillness, of mindfulness. Why? Because in that one second that you're holding your breath, at the inhale and at the end of the exhale is silence. There's stillness there. And that's what you want to concentrate on when you are breathing. So to allow for better uh, simulation or um, assimilation of the air and the energy, we're going to do that one more time so we can do that together. So I'm going to breathe in for seven, but you breathe in for as long as you can. But at the end of that inhale, you hold for one second and then exhale for seven and hold for one second. Okay, here we go. I'm holding and now I'm exhaling. I'm holding and I'm breathing normally. Now you want to do the 7171 at least, I'd say, five to seven times as a beginner five to seven times and then start breathing normally because when you start breathing normally is when you find that there's quiet and you want to concentrate on that quiet that one second that you're holding your breath to go back to that for a moment is that stillness that you want to achieve in your everyday life that moment right there is what you want to concentrate on now as a beginner, you're going to be counting in your head and you're going to be concentrating on the counts and you'll be concentrating on, you know, holding your breath and exhaling and that's fine. That's okay. You have to start somewhere though. So that's the breathing technique. I will be posting that on the Instagram feed and with an example of what it looks like and um, the, uh, both the sitting up and the laying down with the book both the deep breathing and the 7171. Now, the other thing I wanted to touch base with you on was the affirmation or the prayer, as some of us like to call it, and it's the I am. I am are two powerful words. When put together, whatever follows that is going to identify you. It's going to determine who you are in this world. And it's powerful because your mind is what controls that and what you perceive yourself to be. So it's called the I am. And this was created by Grandmaster Chokok Sui, and I would love to share it with you. So for those of you that are in a quiet space or sitting down, wherever you are, plug your headphones in, um, your earbuds, your AirPods, whatever it is, and repeat after me. I am that I am. I am not the body. I am not the emotions. I am not the thoughts. I am not the mind. The mind is only a subtle instrument of the soul. I am the soul. I am a spiritual being of divine intelligence, divine love, 
divine power. I am one with the higher soul. I am that I am. I am one with the divine spark. I am a child of God. I am connected with God. I am one with God. I am one with all. And you do this as many times as you need to in the morning, at night, but this is a beautiful reminder of who exactly you are. You are the master of your life. And these emotions that we experience called stress and anxiety are, in the grand scheme of things, nothing. But they are something to us, aren't they? Because we created them. We created these emotions. We created the thoughts that allow us to feel these emotions. But if we understand that we are the master of our life and we have the control to take back and to live a happy life with a mind free of worry, stress, and anxiety, then we can accomplish anything. Now, these techniques that I provided and the affirmation will help in clearing your emotions and balance your life, your mind, your body, your chakras. Or you can find an energy healer, a pranic healer, a reiki healer, a yoga instructor. Find someone to talk to. Now, none of these are to prevent or deter you from seeking professional and or medical assistance. These are holistic and thought-provoking steps that complement modern medicine, not replace it. Never hesitate seeking assistance. That's actually a sign of strength. But don't hesitate to go find someone who is certified and has been successful in helping others in balancing their lives, whether it be a therapist, a psychologist, or a healer. You want to find things that will guide you and keep you on the path to holistic health. And I leave you with this. It's a Japanese proverb that states, It is the same life whether we spend it laughing or crying. The choice is ours. May you spend it laughing. Thank you for joining us in Pure Energy Podcast. Atma Namaste.